My yoke is easy and my burden is easy. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Today is the commemoration of St. John the Latter, and we have his icon there and his book there. And of course, the Holy Cross is on the And he lived, uh, oh, after the reign of um, Justinian, because of. Um, Justinian built a monastery in Sinai with the burning bushes. And he eventually became abbot of that monastery. Uh, let's talk about his teaching a little bit. Because um, this gospel text I used, the second one was read for his feast, the other one was for the Sunday, and the other one was for by somebody else. John uh, put a high standard for Christians. A really high standard. And he tells us the steps, the 33 steps to spiritual illumination, theologica mystica, where you see the light of God. And God visits with you. The first notion we ever had about that was Athanasius wrote a book, The Life of Moses. It's the first book ever written by a saint. But he did not tell us anything we didn't know from the book of Genesis or the books of Moses, actually. Uh, he talked about Moses going up the mountain. In the stages he went through, and then he visited with God. The most impressive thing that for us about that is that God talked to him. God had talked also to Adam in the garden, in the cool of the evening. And through the fall, we sort of lost our communications with God. Moses came down very disappointed. But he brought down with him the Ten Commandments, which he promptly broke, because these people were out of control. Well, I knew a lot of history, you know, I enjoy history books about Europe and royalty and all that. I found out that most of the time history of the world has been pretty well out of control. But John, in the latter, he thinks that we can be learn to control ourselves. Of course, God thought that when he created us, he gave us free will, which we promptly abused. We were still going on about really, uh, our using our free will. Uh, there's a particular anthropology in uh, the Gospel and in, in the books of Moses about what a person is. And I just read a paper recently about what a person is. What's the psychology of a person? Because we're made body, soul, and divinity, and God gives us the breath of life, but he also gives us a second breath in divine energies. And then Produce in us a noetic light, the light of the notes, 
Numis is a Greek term which sometimes is translated by saying it is the mind. It is not the mind. It inhabits the soul and the heart. It enlightens the soul and it warms the heart with the prayerful presence of God through his energies. This type of spirituality is unique to our Byzantine church, Eastern churches. Now, why I talk about it today is that he was anxious to convey this life to many people, to all Christians. But what he told us by writing this book was you must be a spiritual athlete and live an ascetical life. And then he went through the steps of that ascetical life. We should all read that book. It's not an easy book to read. Because it's demanding and it takes more than one read. We read it every year, usually at dinner and during the lunch. It's a delicious reading at dinner. Why don't you talk about it a little bit? Summarize it. If you want to go up the ladder, and in that icon, you see some people are going up and they're falling down. They're falling off the ladder. And then the saints and the lowers at the top of the ladder are aiming them on, and the devils are down there trying to destroy their attempt. Because the devils give us thoughts and things that cause us our passions to be aroused and destroy us. Unfortunately, we're fallen creatures and we're subject to many passions. The point of the ladder is to control those passions. Usually, when I go to confession, I say to the priest, I tell him where I am, he can't see me. And I try to find an Eastern priest, very difficult to tell him where I am. I so understand what I'm saying to him. I confess for when I go to confess and I confess that I repent of putting obstacles in the way of the Lord as he tries to send me the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the greatest gift of the Holy Spirit is the your mystical, mystical life in your soul. We're all trying to tend towards that. But we have so many problems. So many distractions. People telling us we have to be entertained all the time. That we wish we, we deserve this or we deserve that. We don't deserve anything. Everything's a gift from Him. That we can walk, that we can speak, that we can conceive, that we can look, that we were baptized and chrismated. Now, those sacraments are our help on the journey, especially the Holy Eucharist. And some people, you know, they they come to confession, uh, they tell the same list of sins. And we're not to particular in Eastern Church. We have say, just take a general confession. Don't go into all this stuff, and all this counting and all this stuff. Of course, in the West, the general confession means something else. But we won't talk about that today. And uh, what you find out is there. If you ask them two questions, you find out they're not living on the ladder. They have not mounted the cross. 
So what's the fourth principle to do? Be kind to them, give them word of encouragement, give them penance and absolution, and hope that they can receive the communion enlightenment through the journey to Our biggest obligation as Christians is to take the journey, the interior journey. But the interior journey does not happen without discipline, without an ascetical life. And that's what John is about. And all our saints we used to about that. We don't care about saints because they were good fellows and they did social work or something. We taught we can I say to live the internal journey. Now we had a pretty good uh, talk from two bishop uh, two bishops this year at the men's meeting. And we were very edified. We talked about virtue and self-discipline, uh, which is important, but there's a third step. How to live self-discipline. How to live that so that the Holy Spirit uh, will give you your life for the energies in you and you can make the journey. And the, the three steps of the journey is first of all purification that we do not have sin at all. There's all sorts of things that interfere with that. The second step to make it simple is illumination that your mind and the mind of the God are one. You're, you're in symphony with God. It's like when I was playing in the orchestra, and the conductor got up there, he raised the baton, he raised the baton, and he came down, he expected the orchestra to come all together and play in harmony. But if your instrument wasn't tuned, it took time to tune the instrument before, and uh, he had practiced the music, so it's different sections of the orchestra came together and it made this beautiful sound. It was in synergy in your It was in synergy. We must be in synergy with the will of the life-giving trinity. Now, once that takes place, that your will and the will of God are in harmony, then the gifts of the Holy Spirit fall. Now, this is a lifetime job. One of the ways we do it, we learn the Jesus prayer, and we practice that to calm ourselves down interiorly and wait upon the Lord to make his visitation in light and life. Moses was visiting the light and light of God on the mountain. He did not eat fire. He only seen the backside of God, which means he didn't see the face of John of the ladder talks about his journey in such a way to encourage his monks. Now one of the objections that's proposed by this is that, oh, that's only for special people. It's not for special people. It's for all of us. The Gospels say, you should take up your cross and follow Christ. You should make the journey. It takes a lot of effort. But that's why God puts you on this earth. To know him, to love him, to serve him, to be with him, enjoying the next life to come. We contemplate a wondrous mystery, the love of God. It brings us to such a love affair 
with the Holy Trinity. It is demanding for a love of God. It is painful, but it is also joy-filled. And when you reach the pinnacle, you will know God not as he is, but as he reveals himself to you in his greatest love. In the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.